Tabletop Dragons Gaming Podcast. We eat sandwiches and play games. Tabletop Dragons Gaming Podcast. The podcast for everyone's taste. Hello, everyone, and welcome to yet another episode of Taste of Dragons, the Toddcast, the video game podcast that all you robot octopi listen to. And this week, we're getting stable with Sable. The news is finally turning up for what? And finally, the villagers are back in town. And as always, my name is Brian. My name is Troy. Amanda. I'm Hassel. And I'm Joe. Before we get started, a friendly reminder to hit that like button, give us a follow, and check out our social media. Especially, rate and review us. Check us out on Instagram, Discord, Twitter, and Twitch. Hey, everyone. Welcome back. What up? And, uh, yeah. Woohoo! Can't believe it. It's already been a week. <laughs> Actually, a little bit more. Because I think we recorded this a little bit earlier last week, so yeah, well, we can change. Did we? Can we, we change? Time at this point is irrelevant. Who carries change? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, Joe does. Some, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was looking at Joe. I was like, Joe does. Joe absolutely does. Isn't there? I don't have any in my pockets right now, but yes. Normally, isn't there a coin a shortage quarters. right now? There is. Yeah, and it's probably my fault, and I'm not giving them back. They're mine. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you need them for all laundry? Along. No, I figured Making I decisions? heard. <laughs> yeah, that's how I make decisions. I flip a coin, <laughs> and then you leave the coin. Yeah, after it's been flipped, it's useless. It's one-time done. use coins. That's you're right. That's exactly what. That's exactly what happens. It's, I also don't really use them. I just flip them and go. Oh, that would have been an interesting choice to make, and then I leave it there anyway, and I don't oh. do it. Yeah, she's like, that's been on the floor. No, I can't touch it's that gross. now. <laughs> Joking aside, sometimes when we can't decide something, Troy and I will flip a coin. And we won't necessarily do what the coin says, but the coin will definitely tell you what you didn't want to tell yourself. Because you'll flip it, and if you're happy, you're like, okay, good. But if you flip it and you're sad, you're like, oh, I didn't know that about myself. <laughs> yeah. I guess I want to do that other thing. I guess I did want Thai food. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> hell yeah, that's always. That's really cool. It's good, it's good. I yeah, like so it. you have a bunch of change? Yeah, I have lots of it. For any particular reason or just for no, funsies? No, I'm lazy and I just don't bring them to the bank. Like if I get change gotcha. from anywhere, it literally just goes into the piggy bank thing oh, and no. it sits there forever. Oh no. We also have I, a lot of change. We do have change. <laughs> Not on us, but definitely. We have, a, we have a piggy yeah. bank. Yeah. I, I, just like th- I just like to think that you're just ready for any arcade to spontaneously appear or to, to turn a corner and be like, oh, you will be played. Any arcade to go back in time and accept change. <laughs> accept <quarters>. yes. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Um, I... I just recently moved and the amount of things I found on couches and like on the floor randomly, like change wise was ridiculous. You're, I, you're finding like the previous owners change. I'm pretty sure I am. Yeah. Oh, that's fun. And it doesn't disappear as you try to pick it up. Cause it's not ghost change. I mean, Oh my ghost God. Change. Where is it? <laughs> ghosts definitely change. There's different sheets. They have to change. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh my goodness. They're clean ghosts. Laundry every right. week. And they also change from living to ghosts. <laughs> the ultimate, the ultimate change. The ultimate change from living to ghosts. <laughs> well, let's get into this episode, y'all. All right, and this week, let's start with a question. And our question this week comes from Neurotics SFB, and they ask, "If you could remake a game, what would you remake and why?" Oh wow! All right, video I game like this question. question. I just realized that I am the one that proposed this question because uh, it was sent to, to, to me via the Discord. And uh, I realized that I don't have an answer immediately. You think <laughs> that since I proposed it, I would have thought of something. But I did not. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm going to throw it out there. I'm going to go with Drop Mix. I know it's not a video oh. game, but I want it to be remade as a video game. I think it was, man. I think Fuser yeah, I think is Fuser Drop Mix. Fuser is basically that. But I want it to like... But be popular. <laughs> Drop that Mix hurts. was not popular either. I know. That's what it, I mean. It's the most authentic remake you could possibly <laughs> have. Right. It's a good thing, but no one is really playing Nobody it. Nobody plays it. No. But no, that's what I want. I, I, want it, I want it to be popular this time. Like, just everybody, everybody plays it because it is a good game and it deserves it. Since we're, we're ragging and we're going for the jokes, then I'm going to say uh, c- Cyberpunk 2077. Because oh! <laughs> yeah! uh, it was a great game. And I think if they remade it, it would be awesome. No, jo- yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, they are, I think. Yeah, they are. <laughs> with, with every, very slowly over time with every update. <laughs> yeah, they, <laughs> they're not letting you know it, but ma- the remake is coming. It, it is. Happening. And, and uh, they just pushed back their next gen uh, update again. So I think that's going to be the remake. <laughs> 
Um, you know, I I really wish that they would come out with a di- uh, director's cut of Death Stranding. <laughs> like a director's okay. director's cut. Gotcha. Oh, you want a remake of the director's cut of Death Stranding. Right. Yeah. 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 That's I think it's about time. Kojima thing you could possibly said. <laughs> he would be proud. It would only be better be. if you could only play the remake on those glasses that he did design. He just made a oh, pair of sunglasses. Yeah. I think no one told him that transitional lenses exist. So he has these sunglasses. They're actually really cool. Looking, they are. But they have like these little narrow slits that go across the front of them. And you can like flip them out so that they don't cover your glasses. You can flip them front so that they cover them. Or It's, it's, it's bonkers. <laughs> or is he ahead with scientists and going, hey, humans are going to evolve eyes on the side of your head but they're going to be very sensitive to like ultraviolet rays so you need the darker shades on that side right i I like it he lives in the future and you can't convince me otherwise so that makes sense yeah it does yeah i want to remake um john madden 93 yes this was the football game that started there's the first sports game i ever played okay and it's probably the last time I knew anything about sports. <laughs> <laughs> so I want them to remake in the, what, what is it, like Madden 21, Madden 22 out now? Yeah. I want the full, like, 4K HD remake of John Madden 1993, and I want it accurate. <laughs> I want them to get the soundtrack from 93 blazing. I think it might have been some Ace of Base going on then. I want to, uh, oh, to get, like, the yeah. uniforms from 93. But they have to do the character models, but they have to do what they look like now because they didn't do them before. So <laughs> Wait, so you're talking about a Wait, whole bunch of, aged? like, elderly yeah. players on the field? <laughs> I'm down. I'm down because the Buffalo Bills went to the Super Bowl that year. They did. I'm down. They I'm did. down for that. Brian, they did. I, that's the only bit of Buffalo Bills information I know because yeah. of that game. But, yes, bring them in to get the most cap at their age now which they're probably like 60 or something like that or in their 50s it'd be great i like it i like it i love it joe i would have f-zero x racing remade in today's graphics i don't necessarily want much to change in the game it doesn't need to be controls changed or anything but if they wanted to sure okay there's a lot of technology now and and controllers that would make it even more sensitive but i really want to play the swirly tube levels of that game (laughs) like in today's graphics it would be really cool to have that remade yeah. Yeah. That, and that's... Death Race would be awesome now. Ah, so you want like a multiplayer mode and everything in it? Or what would you want in it? It's totally being a battle royale. Yeah. It would be a battle, be a battle royale. royale. Yeah. 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 Everybody's on one track. You just got to kill each other. Last one standing wins. Yep. So yeah. that'd be like F099. And it's a, it's part of the online subscription. that Because uh, they've done that with Pac-Man. Oh, yeah. They've done it with Tetris. Yeah. F099. Mm-hmm. That would be really cool. Only I feel like the <laughs> the minute we get the N64 pack like onto the Switch and stuff like that, I feel like that's probably going to be one of the first games once it's available that I'm going to play because I feel like I missed that train completely. F-Zero is a really great racing game, but I, I do think it's in the works. It was one of the ones they showed, but it's one of the ones coming later. Yeah. So I I wish it was one of the first ones, but it's okay. It's yeah. okay. There's plenty of other good games they're, they're putting out with it. I'm all right with that. It's true. It's true. All right. Well, that will do it for the question this week. So thank you for that question, Neurotics SFB. And if you have a question, hop onto our Discord uh, in our podcast discussion channel and ask us a question because we'll answer it. Uh, d- try us. Try us. I mean, within reason. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't make us don't make us ask again. <laughs> Don't make us yeah. just very quickly get rid of this segment. <laughs> I'll go back to my be questions. Cool. They're going to have nothing to do with video games, guys. That's what, they're going to have nothing to do with it. <laughs> you're going to learn a lot of weird stuff about us. That's what's going to happen if you don't submit questions. But if you submit questions, you can learn very specific, very That's weird true. things about Boom. us. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> That's true. But like, don't, don't submit things like, oh, where do you guys live? Like, I'm not going to tell you where I live. <laughs> What's or, your social you know security what? number? You know, ask. It doesn't mean we have to answer truthfully. I'm just I mean, saying. That's true. That's yeah. true. You know. <laughs> Maybe it's a metaphorical question. It could be. Maybe where not. do you live? <laughs> you, what, are you like holding up a skull or something <laughs> while you say that? <laughs> <laughs> to game or not to game. Whether it is nobler. <laughs> to free to play. It's a it's trick a- question. Oh. I constantly live in a state of chaos. Oh. I guess. Chaos. I'm chaos. here to kill you. Then. Kill chaos. <laughs> and we are off the rails. Yes, we oh, are. Man, yeah. Let's get back onto it. And let's start <laughs> off with <laughs> a... Troy, 
What are you playing? Thank you, Brian. All right, y'all. I recently finished a game called Sable, an indie exploration adventure game developed by Shedworks Digital and published by and pu- sorry, and published by Raw Fury, which is a great name for a publishing company, Raw Fury, because you know that with such a uh, bombastic name that they had to make literally the most chill game I've played this year. <laughs> it's, it's only fitting that they do so. I, I feel like that's the, the follow-up to Kung Fury, is Raw Fury. Raw Fury. <laughs> Y'all, I love this game. This is Sable. Uh, Amanda, you found this for me. Where'd I you find this? did. We found this on the Indie Game Collective. If you haven't checked us out on Twitter, the Indie Game Collective is a collective of podcasters and Twitch and YouTubers and content article creators. writers, content yeah. creators that like to support indie games. And uh, sometimes we review video games and we all review them at the same time. And it's good for the, the indie game because they get uh, you know some content out and it's good for us because then you get to learn a little bit about what we like. Yeah. And, so- and we also get some content out. We also get some content. <laughs> exactly. So if you haven't, checked us out on Twitter and check out the Indie Game Collective. But for real, this game was not on my radar at all. Hadn't heard about it. Hadn't seen any trailers for it. And Manda shows me this trailer of this of this young woman on like a speed bike like machine racing through the desert and it's like nicely cut and like poetic and it has like atmospheric music and i'm seeing like a sunrise it feels like it feels like i'm a, i'm like a uh, like a pod racer on on a tatooine yeah but like Ooh. i retired and yeah. now i'm just like <laughs> roaming the world and it just looks so beautiful and chill i was like sign me up for this let's go and then on top of that it came out on game pass which has been literally the last two months of my life so all the stars are lined and i was like let's get this going uh and sable was exactly what the trailer looked like it's a spunky adventure it's a coming of age story pretty much the the, the quick premise is you are kind of like an adolescent woman who's who's for lack of a better word like graduating her her village <laughs> And her grandma's like, all right, it's time for you to, you know, hit the road and find out what you're doing, what you're going to do with your life. And uh, it's definitely a rite of passage thing that their village does where they go on this thing called the gliding, where they just head out on this on this bike on the speedster and they just roam the land. And the idea is by roaming the land, you'll kind of figure out what you want to do. And I don't know if this is just me, but I was getting like a lot of college vibes. Oh, Okay. It was essentially they were just like, hey, um, you can't live here anymore. They kick you out (laughs) and they're like, go figure out your life. And then you you go to like, you just explore. They drop you in this land and they don't really tell you where to go or what to do. And they tell you, hey, go do something or not. It's up to you. And however long it takes you to do it is yours. Very quickly, you start finding denizens in this in this ocean, desert ocean landscape. You find uh, machinists and cartographers and guards. And when you meet them, they may ask for help with something. If you help them, then they give you like a little token, like a machinist token or a guard token. And if you get three of those, you can get their masks. And everyone in this universe wears a mask based on what their profession is okay so that's where like the college vibe comes in it's pretty much like you go to college and then you don't know what to major in (laughs) so you just try a bunch of different things and then eventually you're like "Mm, i guess i'm feeling general courses (laughs) you just uh you just described the first six years of my college career (laughs) (laughs) uh Something really neat happens within, like, once the tutorial and you kind of understand what the premise of the game is, Mm -hmm. your grandma calls you up and she's like, hey, guess what? Um, I know we said we were leaving and you're never going to see us again. We're actually back home. And whenever your journey's done, you can just come back home and then decide what you want to do with the rest of your life. And that was a beautiful part of the game for me because it took the onus off of completing the game out of the game's hands and put it into yours. We play so many games where it's like, here's the end, and you're driving towards it. In this one, it's like, you have the end whenever you're ready to take it. Okay. And it just allowed you to have, to to really hit the themes of freedom a little more on the nose. You can't die in this game. There's no enemies. There's no fall damage. There's no, you don't have to worry about just the, the, the things that you normally would in other games to progress. You just explore and find things. Uh, so many times in this game, I would just be roaming this desert space and I would see off in the distance this like 
colossus shadow that almost wouldn't make sense. I'd be like, oh, that's a mountain. You get closer and all of a sudden you see like a hand and a sword sticking out. You're like, what is going on? And you get closer and it just gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And then you you see it's like this huge like like statues of like these people in the middle of a fight with a huge temple like encasing them. And you're like, what? And then you go explore that temple. You jump off your bike. You climb the statues. You look around for various, you know, uh, collectibles. So uh, this game uh, made by Shedworks was actually made by two people. It's a two-person development Whoa. studio. Wait a second. What? what? How long did yes. this game take to make? Uh, maybe a, uh, definitely a while. I, um, I watched a couple of interviews with them. They didn't really say how long it took them. They probably didn't want to say, but it wasn't quick. <laughs> two people. Oh my it was only gosh. two people? Yeah. It looked gorgeous. It's amazing. That's it's incredible. got like this watercolor kind of uh, fluidity to the art style with a lot of um, during the, it has a day night cycles and daytimes. It's very like uh, colorful and, uh, and, uh, and, and it pops. And then at night it just like desaturates. It's very simple, but it's also like remarkable that this was just made by two people. Yeah. So even though it's a single player game, it was a, it was a two player game. It was, it was, it was a, a co-op. It was a co-op that. game. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so I'm just going to say these dudes names cause there's only two of them. So <laughs> we'll take no time. This is Daniel Feinberg and Gregorius Kithriotis. They go by Dan and Greg though. Yeah. <laughs> nice. So they're based out of the UK, and um, they got picked up by Raw Fury, which is a production company. And I did a little research on Raw Fury. They're an amazing publisher. They are like, they pick up a lot of different um, uh, charming indie games, but their whole philosophy is like, people first. <laughs> and they even they, they, they even say like, uh, fun over profit. Like that's one of their tenets. Like make sure that you are having a good time. And, and they just are just so freaking nice. Uh, they made uh, that game you made, um, or they published that game you played, Manda. Is it Townscaper? Oh, that was a super sweet game. Yeah, yeah. They, they pretty much find these very small, small developers and go, here's money. We'll take care of your marketing. You just don't worry about stuff. And if you're not worrying about things, then we're doing our job. We want to reinvent the publisher-developer dynamic in a way that's much more positive than what we're used to oh, That's great in gaming. I'm so sad that the entire world isn't the indie gaming community because, <laughs> oh, man, the, you, get, you get positive comments on the internet. You get you get publishers that put developers first. I'm just, oh, why does money ruin everything? <laughs> a being it can't part help of, itself. <laughs> yeah. Being a part of the indie gaming community for a little bit now, like I've noticed that there is not a group on earth that is as kind and giving as the indie community. It's like cyberpunk is delayed by like a week and people are like, I will find you and I will kill you. I will own your house. And I feel like an indie game, it can be delayed for like two years and the whole community would be like, well, I hope you're getting enough sleep and I really appreciate that or you're like, doing this. We're really looking forward to your game when it does come out. Please let us know. You know what? I'll, yeah, I'll pre-order it today. I, I have faith that you'll get it done. And you're making great time on this actually. Yeah. <laughs> like, really well. You want some cookies? I, want to send you I some wouldn't cookies. be able to do this in like 10 years. I'm glad you're only doing it. It's only taking you two. <laughs> Um, but I just fell in love with this game. I loved how truly open it was. I loved that that at one point, I, I, I felt truly free. The world wasn't going to end. <laughs> there was nobody in this land who was doing anything negative. Uh -huh. Like, it was just... A, just a clear good time. Now there was some mystery. Uh, all these different towns they have different storylines, and there was one where you know somebody trashed a building, and there might have been some ties with the mob. But it was like Ooh. a friendly mob, you know, it was fine. <laughs> and you have to unravel the mystery and find the culprit. But so there's there's like little stories laced throughout this this desert ocean. But you find them as you go, and it really it really is a sailing game. The more I played it, I was like, this is just straight up like Wind Waker and, and Breath of the Wild. It's a but in the desert. At one point, you even have like a nautical instrument, like a straight up nautical instrument that can kind of mark out um, places that you see. Instead of just putting it on your mini map, you actually look out into the vast horizon and then mark it with your own eyes so that you can use a real compass that all, you know, has like, you know, due north and all that to, to see where you're going to go next. Just super, super fun. So fun, free, vast, simple, dynamic. Um, the only few downsides that I came across, there were some menu bugs at the very beginning Okay, that made mm -hmm. the game unplayable to the point where you just had to like, uh, 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 leave the game and then re, re come back into it. It wasn't even that like, um, 
cumbersome. It wasn't even that inconvenient. The saves are pretty good. So it's like, oh, I'm not getting out of this menu. Okay, I'll hop out and then hop <laughs> back in. And it was fine. Um, you did play it the first week it came out. And though. I played it the first week. So uh, I want to remind everyone, this is t- these are two people that are working on this. Right. And unfortunately, they got hit with a bunch of negative user reviews. And I didn't know this at the time, but I was reading for people that were just like throwing one-star reviews up there being like, I can't play it because of the menu. And you know what? They were responding to them saying like, hey, I'm sorry. Hey, we're working on this right now. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll be able to get this fixed as soon as we can. And when I saw that, I was like, oh, okay, the company's doing that. But then when I realized that was one of two people who were just on Aww. Xbox Game Pass <laughs> going through the one-star user reviews and being like, we're working on it, guys. <laughs> oh, I'm like, gosh. So, like I said, like that was like the first week, and it wasn't even a problem. Um, and then after that week, like they, they had fixed it, which is incredible. Also, to think that they were able to fix things so quickly on the fly because mm-hmm. they were spending all that time responding to one star reviews <laughs> on Game Pass. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and and the game played nice and 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 lovely, and and I just had a fantastic time with it. Um, ending thoughts. So the whole idea is you're going and you're finding like which path you're going to take. You, 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 maybe if I, you get a, a machinist mask and you can, or you can get a guard mask and you all take it back at the end to, or not the end, but at the end you want to choose one okay. or don't choose any. That could also be your choice. So in the end, I want you all to know what I chose. Maybe very different for you where my path led. All right. Turns out I'm a scrapper. In the oh. heart. I'm a scrapper. I want to be out there finding the bits and bobbles of the different derelict spaceships strewn across this this, this post-apocalyptic alien world, and I want to sell them for money. <laughs> <laughs> Make that cash. <laughs> I love it. Uh, how long did you spend in this game? Oh, that's uh, a good question. Know? I'm not. I'm not too too sure. Uh, that's the magic of this game. Yeah. It, it, it kind of breaks down all of your. I don't know, like regular patterns that you would normally have with games because there's no levels. There's no real way to track that time. Mm -hmm. Uh, 20 hours, 40 hours? No, I wouldn't say it was that long. Maybe, maybe 10 or 15. I I honestly don't know. It feels, it feels like it, I feel like it was as brisk as five hours or as long as 25. I don't know how long I spent with this game. Amanda, um, just tell us the truth, Amanda. Was this all in one night? It no, just no, felt no, that long. Not, the, the hard part is I can't even estimate it because he would start playing it in the other room and then I would go to bed. So I don't know what time he stopped playing it. It's a mystery. But you did play, you did play it for several days. It wasn't like a single sitting and then you did the whole no, thing. No, no. It was definitely not a single sitting. And, and here's the thing. The game can be as long as you want it to be. Yeah. There are many different things you can find and maybe I didn't find them all. I didn't. I was just kind of journeyed. And the whole like the whole message of the game is like when you're done you'll know. And okay. I just kind of mm-hmm. played until like I did feel that. I felt that closure. And I knew that I wanted to be a scrapper and I looked around at the rest of the jobs and I was like, no, this is the thing. <laughs> and then I was just like, my journey is done. It was a really beautiful realization, a really lovely gaming moment too. It, no one in the in the game was telling me I'm done. I was. Yeah. Uh, which I, I really, really enjoyed. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, so if you had to give it a sandwich rating, Ooh, yes. What, yes, what, yes, what yes, would you yes, give yes. it? All right. Okay. I would, um, what kind of sandwich would this be? Okay, this would be a, a classic ham and cheese sandwich. Okay. Because it's like very familiar taste, very mm-hmm. familiar feel, the open world game, you know, except uh, this one is like a tower of ham and cheese sandwiches. Ooh. And like you see it in the distance. <laughs> <laughs> and as you get closer. Is it still made by two guys? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Just and two one, very good ladders. One is in charge of the cheese and the other one is in charge of the ham. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they each also have one piece of bread. So right. that way, yeah. That way, right. if one finishes it, it starts it. Yeah. The yeah. longest deli line I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> oh, no. This sandwich goes straight up. Straight right. up. It goes up. Yeah. Oh yeah, deli yeah, deli line. Sorry, I, I envisioned it sideways. I was like, no, 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 no. I'm climbing this Tawa, ham and cheese Tawa tower. Sandwich. Uh, yeah. So when you get there and you look at the sandwich, you're not sure how you're supposed to eat it. Like, do you start at the top, like, cl- like get up on the ladder and eat it, or do you just bite down the middle? Do you just knock it down and then start just <laughs> each hand have a fistful of of ham and cheese? But in the end, you're just having a great ham and cheese sandwich. So this is a five out of five for me. Loved this game. Loved the vibe. Loved the feel. 
And I love that. What a monumental um, creation for Dan and Greg. Like, hats off. Amazing. 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 Well, thank you so much there, Troy, for, uh, for that Sable breakdown. You bet. And now, let's get into the news. So this week, I'd actually like to start off with a uh, pretty big one. God of War. That 2018 Sony masterpiece is coming to the PC in January of next year. Poor poor PC users. Poor poor PC users. Oh, that's right. It's exclusive to the PlayStation. It's exclusive PlayStation game. Yeah. That's a a Sony game. What's up? Is this a Game Pass get? No, it's not. No. (laughs) No, it's coming to Steam. no way that PlayStation (laughs) is letting God of War be on an anything Xbox. Nope. (laughs) It's going to be coming to both Steam and the Epic Game Store, and it's going to retail for 50 bucks. So it's another way, you know, for them to get some more money Mm -hmm. uh, on a game. And then also it's hype for the next game that's coming out. Yeah. So just in case you missed it and you don't have a PlayStation, you're like, oh, I really like this game. Maybe I'll get a PlayStation now to play the next one. Those PC users. Yeah, I saw IGN did a poll on the internet about whether people would prefer uh, the MCU's Thor or uh, the new God of War's Thor, and by a vast majority, new God of War Thor won. <laughs> They're like, <laughs> Hemsworth thick... is very attractive, but did you see this guy? <laughs> he's a thick boy, and I love him. <laughs> he, love he, him. He's, he's a, oh, Lord, here he coming. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, who knows what next game that they're going to come out with on uh, for Sony? Like I know they've been uh, coming out with games on the PC, and that's what they're uh, that's what they have plans for going forward. Uh, but I know they also don't have plans to ever release them at the same time. So I think they're going to do delayed releases, which I think is a good it's a good way yeah. for them to do it. Like, hey, still buy our console, but if you want to play, you can play it eventually. Yeah, this is this is what 2018, so that's three years that yeah. you had to wait. So uh, I mean, I get like. Hey, you don't get our exclusives when they come out, but you'll get them eventually. You'll get them. Yeah. Everyone should play. Yeah. Uh, and then last week, I talked about a speedrunner who was caught cheating. Remember that? Yes. yes. Well, this week, i like to mention mm-hmm. that speedrun.com, the largest leaderboard website for speedruns, added the ability to comment on the website before you couldn't. All right? And so you're like, hey, I think that might could be a good thing, right? Uh, but they didn't warn anyone ahead of time, and they also didn't add any moderation options. Oh my gosh! For the most part. Oh no! Oh <laughs> no! So, and then on top of all of that, they also allowed images to be embedded in comments. Oh <laughs> no! Did you okay. just become a porn site very quickly? Is this what happened? I mean, you know, it's it's the internet and it's gamers, so you know things turned out great. No, uh, they, oh my they did not. Um, it was a complete cluster with like bad actors being able to make thousands of different accounts and comments and was just like the worst of the worst they were just flooding different uh boards different videos it just became like 4chan real quick uh yeah yeah it's just just the worst part word to the wise no moderation you will be 4chan yeah so like like it was so bad that like people could erase comments but it wasn't immediate they had to like go through a process for oh, somebody no. else to delete it. And then if they banned a user, their comments wouldn't automatically get deleted oh, either. No. So it was just, and then there was no like, like, like uh, IP options so that you can only make a certain amount of accounts. Like it was just mm. all sorts of awful. So awful. I just imagine someone in an office yelling, shut down the internet. Yeah. No, <laughs> it the whole thing's gotta go. Yeah, it was so bad. It actually caused uh, some runners to just stop using the site. And some of them actually even removed their speed runs entirely. You can't be associated Ooh. with anything yeah. that's going on <laughs> on that site. Yeah, they're just like, nope, I'm just, uh, it's gone now. I don't, I don't want my, <laughs> my, my videos to be on this. I don't want my speed runs to be on this. I don't, I don't need to have this. So until you learn to behave, I'm taking my toys and I'm going home. Yep. <laughs> and that's what they did. Uh, so right now it's still in flux. Uh, I'm assuming they're going to revert it. I don't know how it's going to happen, but I mean, it's just sad. That's how it has gotten to be in the year of 2021, where it's just like, hey, we're going to add it so that people can comment on your site. Oh, God. And then you're just Donald Glover walking into a room with everything on fire. (laughs) (laughs) Sweet community (laughs) reference. Thank you. (laughs) Oh, God, what have I done? (laughs) All right. So I think that'll do it for the news. There wasn't too much this week, uh, but... We're going to get into my favorite segment of all time on this show, which is Turn Up For What. Turn Turn Up up For What. what? 
And this is a segment where we check in with our Animal Crossing characters and see how things are shaping up in their neck of the woods. And this week, we're going to start with Joe from Katsusando. Hello and welcome to a bright, soon-to-be-updated day in Animal Crossing. We have some big, beautiful, sea-shanty-filled news to share with all island residents out there. The one... The only, the voice of the sea himself, Cap'n, the adorable sea farrier, will be arriving at a dock near you soon. Word on the sea is if you cough up enough nook miles, the captain himself will take you to far-off islands in different hemispheres with climates all their own. We are looking forward to hearing Cap'n serenade us with his TikTok hits like the Wellerman and maybe some old favorites about his lovely lady. Cooking and farming is on its way to an island near you. You will soon be able to enjoy the fruits and veggies of your labor, growing all types of ingredients to harvest and cook up in your own kitchen. After purchasing the recipe to make recipes, you'll be able to become the chef of your dreams and adorn your tables with meals fit for a king. And last but certainly not least, let's work off those extra pounds put on from all the beautiful meals you've been making and start each day stretching with your villagers. With a Joy-Con in each hand, you can truly get your island day started right and get a little movement in before a long day of turnip trading. This has been Joe from Katsusando reminding you to look up for the shooting stars, watch your step to avoid pitfalls, and always, always save your rusted parts. And now we check in with our on-holiday correspondent, Brian from Airbready. Thank you, Joe. Hello, everyone. It's me, Brian, from Airbready, the only island with a thriving fruit plantation. I mean, I, I assume because I haven't been I've been on vacation for like a year and a half. Uh, you know, Timmy and Tommy said that they would take care of things for me. So I can only imagine they've been running things with the same vigor as Nook's Cranny and things probably haven't been better ever. And uh, there won't be a cockroach in sight when I get back, I'm sure. And, uh, you know, I'm going to come back to a bustling community. And it wouldn't surprise me if people even set up a new business or two, because that's just how good they run things, you know? It's, it's just, I'm just, I don't know. I haven't seen them in forever. I'm sorry, guys. But <laughs> now it's on to Fanula from Bree. Thank you, Brian. In this week's news, real estate and tourism conglomerate Paradise Planning is looking to purchase literally millions of tiny uninhabited islands all over the globe. In their new joint venture with Nook Inc., Paradise Planning intends to expand the nearly non-existent job market by offering design, maintenance, and manufacturing jobs to completely unqualified individuals. When asked to comment, the CEO of Paradise Planning and adorable sea otter Lottie said, it was the monkey's idea. In related news, Paradise Planning has also acquired the government contracts to build every school and hospital in the island area. Such unprecedented collaboration by so many island nations has promoted competitors of the multinational corporation to demand an official investigation. How could one company legally obtain so many contracts? When asked to comment, the CEO of Paradise Planning and adorable sea otter Lottie said... Again, it was the monkey's idea. This has been Fanula from Bree Reporting. Now over to Melvis in Maceland for the traffic. Hi, I'm Melvis. What's a traffic? Is that like a giraffe? I like giraffes. They're really good at lending you clean shirts. Anyway, my shirt today has a dancing robot on it with a speech bubble. That said, it says, it's saying the bubble says, it says, I'm doing the robot. <laughs> Seriously though, sometimes at night I hear the shirt singing and making noises in my dresser. Then when I open the drawer, the music stops, but the robot is in a different position and the speech bubble says, we're coming. Anyway, have you seen my shoes? I gotta go now. Oh, here's Hassel from the island Salt Cliff. Hey, buddy. It's, uh, it's Hassel. Remember me? You remember how uh, when we were younger, just last year, uh, we used to run around and hang out with Apollo, and find fossils, and talk to Tom Nook, and freak out about the turnip market, and do all that fun stuff. And then one day I was like, oh, hey, guess what? Big news. I'm leaving. And we didn't see each other for like a really long time. Can we just talk about that? Great. Because I realized that was, that was kind of abrupt. I mean, we started out with a tent on an island, and now it's what? Nook home loans and no more bridges to build? And some of it has been kind of hard, you know? Well, I know you know. But I'm here to tell you, I'll be back on November 5th. I'll be bringing over some sweet new tunes from KK. 12 of them, actually. 
I'll also be destabilizing the bell market by creating a new type of cryptocurrency called Pokey. But more importantly, I'll be coming back home to spend some time with you in Salcliffe after nine months. I guess I just wanted to say that after all these months, I never forgot you. Ever. And I'm super glad we're still friends. And I'm super glad for the updates. Thank you so much there, Hissel. And thank you, everybody else. I love this segment. <laughs> it's my favorite segment of all time. And that has been Turn Up For What? Turn Up For What? I messed I it up. It. I love it. I did, I did the do-do-do-do. I was excited for the do-do-do. We're, we're all really excited. It's been, like, it's been so long since we did the last Turn Up For What? <laughs> but they're back. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be back. November is going to be terrible for this podcast. I mean, it's going to be great for this podcast because it's going to be Animal Crossing month. You, but <laughs> You say that, but every time we stop doing them, someone on the Discord is like, so you're going to you're gonna do the turn up for what? This week? And I was like, we've ran out of things to talk about. Like, But, but are you going to do the turn up You should up do it. What? You should still do it. <laughs> why, why don't you do it? It's developed a cult following at this point. Yeah, back by popular demand. Turn up for what? Yeah. <laughs> And it, it's 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 just been me. I've been creating new accounts. I just I just wanted to come back. Not Brian says. Yeah. I swear I'm not a robot. Asks about turn up for what again? <laughs> totally normal human. You, you guys never knew. It was so good. You just never knew. It just it's just different iterations of tariff. Yeah. Tariff one, tariff two, yeah. tariff three. Oh, that's why I never spell it right. The real tariff. T e r t a r t t u r. We've got a good screen name. That's what we're saying. Got a good, good name. <laughs> but you know, I want to spend the rest of this podcast actually talking about the Animal Crossing update that's yes. coming out. Because uh, last week we recorded before it came out on Friday. And uh, otherwise, that would have been just been last week's episode. So. <laughs> <laughs> we were real excited on Friday last week, y'all. Uh, yeah, let's 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 talk about it. What are you guys interested in? What are you guys looking forward to into this new uh, update slash DLC that's going to be coming out? I like that none of us brought up the roost. I do think that's really funny since that is one of the main things we were all so I excited about. I somewhat brought it up. Not really. I said a new business or two is going to be in town. I thought you were talking about Harv's Island. No, yeah, I'm talking about that. Roost. Yeah. So, so I, we could very easily just jump around, but I feel like Roost is a good like first topic. I, I am excited for the, the coffee shop. Yeah. Getting Brewster back is very exciting. I hope we get to do a little, little run around bringing people their coffee odors. I, I hope we get that again. Yeah, they didn't mention it, which makes me a little nervous. I'm hoping it's not just like once a day, go in here, get free cup of coffee and a cutscene. Then I'll be like, oh. <laughs> what was Rooster in the past, though? Sorry, the, the last Animal Crossing I played before this was the Wii. And I don't remember if there was a Brewster in that or I, not. But I know he's a beloved character. Yeah, I think but I think like I'm the in the deal? same boat. Like I, I for some reason I miss Brewster on the old uh, on the other games. Like if you didn't walk into either this, I okay. So Brewster's been in each version of the game. Okay, the, the okay. roost has mm, been okay. the coffee shop has been there. But if you didn't walk into the specific area that that character was in, you would not have ever noticed that 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 was a thing. Okay, like, yeah, it, really it was also was, only at night, right? Uh, no, no, it, it was, was during the day. day? Okay. Yeah. Uh, the, but the roost, uh, the thing is, I I think they really got its own, like it came into its own, Brewster came into its own during the DS one, uh, the oh. uh, Wild World. Yes, that I was believe that was, that's right. Um, th- that was when he would give you orders for the, for, you would have to go find out what people liked, come back to him, tell him a coffee order, and he would say, okay, bring it to that person, and if you were right or if you were wrong, depending on if he told you you did a good job. Okay. Um, but he's he's been in all of them from, from my understanding. I do remember him in the GameCube one as well, or the N64 one in Japanese. But it was very, he's just a really fun character and he's super cool. <laughs> he's just super chill and he's just, you know, he's making coffee. He's everybody's favorite barista. I will be a little sad if I go in there and they're like, this is a great place for you to use your amiibos. And I'm like, I don't have that many amiibos. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, on the, on the Brewster topic, like I know that he, uh, you were able to work there before. Um, mm-hmm. I, I really hope that they incorporate some of the cooking into like what you can do at Brewster. Like what if you come in and he's just like, you know what? Today I have so many orders. I need five strawberry cheesecakes. And you're like, I got you, Brewster. And then (laughs) like go make them, you know? Speaking of strawberry cheesecake, I'm really excited for the farming, but I'm a little worried because the way that they phrased it was like, look at all of these vegetables you can use. And I was like, is that 
all of the food or like are we gonna have strawberries are we gonna have like variety for seasons or like because they they definitely said that like this is the last free update we're not doing anything else so if it's not a fall vegetable like are we gonna get spring stuff are we are or even if what, we yeah some of the food they sh- they showed was like pizza and stuff so yeah. i don't know it's gotta be some wheat yeah, they had it's wheat. Be, they okay. had wheat and yeah, tomatoes. tomatoes. Yeah, yeah. tomatoes, oh, okay. potatoes, corn, carrots. Uh, carrots. There, there was a bunch. There was a bunch. There was a decent amount okay. of veggies okay. as, there, as the person was walking through the little farm, like, like okay. field. They had yeah, and they, pumpkins. And, yeah, and they still have the fruits that you could grow originally from the trees. So, speaking of the cooking, um, there was a, an episode that we had back with Lewis where we talked about what would be the thing that would get us back into Animal Crossing because we were kind of feeling a little lackluster with the uh, with some of the support that it's had over the year. Mm-hmm. And then they did that. Yeah, like that was did. the one thing we talked about was like, hey, if they added farming or cooking, that would get us back in. So I was watching the, uh, the, the direct, having a good time. And then they talked about farming and cooking. I was like, do you all listen to our podcast? Everybody does. Everybody yeah. does, Troy. You already just, know this. Everybody just really like farming and eating. <laughs> yeah. The farming's so cute. I'm so prepared for the farm. I've been playing Animal Crossing like every day this week, like clearing out areas. So I'm like, the farm is going to go here and I'm going to put this other stuff over there. Nice. No, 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 no. I'm very excited. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, I haven't. I haven't played it in quite a while. I think I, mm. I think I went on to it like earlier this year as a as a joke on stream, just so you could see all the cockroaches and stuff that are crawling around my island. And that was the last time I was on it. And I'm not. I feel like I'm not going to play it until November fifth. I'm going to come in there yeah, I'm fresh. With you on that. I want all the updates to be there. I want to see how it is. And uh, yeah, I just want to start from there. You're not going to be able to play any of the new content. You're going to have to spend... Oh, maybe you don't care. But if, if that were me and I waited till the 5th, I wouldn't be able to play any of the new content because I would have to clear out... I would have to talk to all my villagers and I would have to like clean up all the weeds and then I'd have to like clean up my beach. And then by the time I finished all my chores, getting rid of the cockroaches, then it would be like nighttime. Yeah, that's not me. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't me at all. <laughs> I, um, I haven't been to my island since New Year's Eve, actually. And we all spent New Year's Eve on someone's island together last year, which was kind of cool. Very cool. Yeah. Um, That was a really cool way to do like a social distancing, like New Year's Eve type thing. So like, I love that. And I haven't touched my island since. There is a little bit of work that I have to do before I go back in um, because I do want to start fresh, which is I know it's crazy because like I'm thinking about erasing my island. But before I do that, I need to do some money laundering. I need to send one of you a whole bunch of six million bell crowns. We got to clean these bells. Okay, I don't don't (laughs) want to tell you what to do, but don't do that. And and, uh, this is why. Because you're going to get the money back, but you're not going to get any of your DIYs. Yeah. Oh, you know what? You bring up a good point. Especially the seasonal ones. It's a really long time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, We've had a few friends that did it. They literally nuked their island. And one one or uh, I want to say two of them actually didn't save anything. They text me, do you want anything? I have all these different things. And I'm like, no, I have all those things too. And they were like, do you want this? Do you want that? I'm like, no, I really don't. I, I have all the things. And I'm not getting rid of my island. I like it. I like it the way it is. Mm-hmm. I, I just got to do a little cleanup. That's all. Uh, but they nuked their islands, didn't keep anything. And then the next day when I was talking, I'm like, do you need me to send you any tools or anything? Because can you get off of that little area in the <laughs> beginning yet? Because mm-hmm. you don't get the, the thing that helps you yeah, get over that right. for like two days. Yeah. You may not have a shovel yet. You may not have a couple things you really need. Do you want these things? Because I know you, I can't come over till tomorrow anyway at this yeah. point. Because you can't travel your first day. Yep. I guess you could pay someone to give you anything you need that you don't have a DIY for, but that seems yeah, cumbersome. Yeah, the point. Yeah. It would take less time to take your whole island down to zero with tools than it would take to start over. That's true. In my opinion. I mean, may- maybe you have like, something really, really intricate in mind and you're I'm like, just, no, I, I need to move my airport. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, just, <laughs> I'm just of the idea that money fixes everything, including <laughs> my negligence of every single villager in my town. Because, like, <laughs> literally have not been there in nine months. And I'm afraid of what this, they're going to say. They will not leave without asking you. Yeah, they won't. These villagers in this game are way nicer, I think, mm-hmm. than yes. the ones in previous games. They're, they're not just going to leave. They're going to ask your permission first, which is kind of weird. They're, they're going <laughs> to tell you they're thinking about leaving and dependent on how you respond to ah, them leaving. Because yeah. they don't. I don't even think they really ask you. They're like, hey, I've been thinking about moving to another island, get some some, some new new you know wind, wind under my wings kind of a thing. And then you can be like, okay, cool. And they're like, oh, sweet. Then, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to head out tomorrow. We were like, no, right. you will stay here. Your, your house is too perfect. <laughs> I designed the whole anywhere. island. I mean, 
found we your miss house. You so much. Yeah. <laughs> the only and any of them that tell me they want to go anytime they do that, it's like I really do want a new villager, but no, 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 we're good. Our family is complete right now. The only two- we're missing static. That's it. The only two villagers I got attached to were Sprocket and Apollo. Apollo, because of a previous relationship I've had with, uh, with him for the past like 15 years. <laughs> Sprocket, that's right, that's because right. Sprocket just looks incredible. Robot, He's really emu, cool. amazing. Yeah. Sherry, on the other hand, that that Sherry, ooh, I try to get her out of off of my island in multiple different ways. Like, I I almost came to violence and like hitting her with my net, but I I didn't. And then, like, I was just, just mean to her, her the entire time. And you know what? She's the only villager to give me her portrait. Because <laughs> you talk to her every day. Every day. Even though you were complaining to her, she's like, hey, thanks for taking a, a little bit out of your day just to say hi to me. I hate it so much. <laughs> don't, don't bother with the net thing. It does nothing. Yeah, just don't, don't talk to them yeah. until they have, like, a, their angry bubble above their head. Or um, sometimes when you get people in the tent, they'll just override a, a villager. Yeah. They they will if you if you win the games to get them they'll override someone but it won't always be the person you want to have move. Oh, that's when, scary. Um, yeah. When I when I got one out of a tent, they they were like, um, I want to move, and they're like, you still have people here. And then the menu came up, and they're like, who do you want to talk oh, to? That's about right. Yeah. Oh no! Oh, the, when I me. did it, yeah. the it says, "Oh, uh, they say, oh, I want to move. Um, let me go talk to somebody. Let me go talk to Nook." And when they come back, they go, "Oh, well, I heard this person wants to move out of your town, and they choose the person for yeah. you." Yeah. Oh, that didn't happen to me. Oh, yeah. yeah. No. I, so because you have to agree to it, which is why most people turn it off at that point. Like literally, don't don't save. <laughs> turn your switch off oh. because they'll do a different person each time. Oh, okay. So like you can play the games again. You can beat them, and then they can go, "Oh, I want to move in, but you're full. I can't move in unless somebody moves out." But I did hear insert name of villager here wants to move out maybe oh. if you go talk to somebody they'll move and then you go talk to nook and they move that that person decides okay. to move out the next day and the new person comes in yeah cool maybe that's they how i got it yeah maybe they changed it though yeah, maybe they did yeah. I, I know villager wise for me i've never had the they let you choose which one's leaving it's always been they told me who it was yeah, and one of the okay. times it was a character i wanted but they were like i heard I think it was like either the reindeer or, or Marshall or something. I heard they wanted to move. I'm like, you liar. <laughs> you lie. You do not want to move out. They, and they only say that. They say it to the ones you talk the most to, though. Oh, maybe we got the option because ours were from Amiibo cards. So when oh, that's we different. use the Amiibo card, uh, they go to the tent and then you're like, hey, we want you to move in. And they're like, cool, cool, cool. Uh, that's true. That you choose. But yeah, that's I completely guess different. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And to be honest, those card games, I've, I never win them. You, I, I think it's like rigged against you. Like, oh, okay. I, like unknown, okay. I, I don't think it is. But yeah, like, yeah. I feel like it's I, rigged I feel, against you. I feel like it is. I chose one time I had the, it was like choose red or black. And I would choose red every single time. And it was like, then it would be like, you know, choose the, the, the queen of hearts or the queen of spades. And I would choose the red, whatever mm. it was. Because I just stick with whichever color it is. And, the, and like, it was like six of them. I had to do and then on the seventh one I was like fine I will choose the other color and it was the red one and I was like I hate you so much game oh my gosh I don't remember who it was that I wanted but whatever that character was I wanted them Uh, you mentioned in your uh, turn up for what uh, Captain I want you to, to validate this memory for me. I was very looking forward to Captain. I liked the boat. I liked the boat. And then in the back of my mind was like, didn't he sing off color sea shanties? Yes. W- weren't some of them just a little lewd? Not a, I wouldn't even call him a little loot. So when they when in the first game, it was much more weird. They were just weird things he was singing about. It would be like about this this last that he knew when he was a child, and like that he's singing a song about sitting across from her in school and how beautiful her hair was Aww. and how in the sun. But it was also one of those like you're also an old man now. <laughs> so it's a little weird. So he he sang a lot of weird off kilter, just odd sea shanties when he was the bus captain. It became more just weird, not as off kilter, not as okay, like wonky okay. and like, hey, dude, do you, do you need to talk to somebody? Because these shanties are like a cry for help. And I don't know <laughs> if it's a good thing. And then by the last time we saw him, um, he doesn't really sing anymore. Well, so, he was the boat captain. And as you were going to the other island. Right. Yeah. That, that, Sometimes he sang about you. Yeah, he sang about you. Yeah. He sang about how pretty you were, how your hair looked or whatever. Like, he was weird. Yeah, which is he weird, was weird. Which is weird because yeah. I was trapped on this boat with you and I don't want you singing about what I look like. What if, <laughs> if there were what more people there? on here, it might be a bit, but they're not. <laughs> what if now when you get onto the boat, he's just nonverbal and just completely stares into the ocean and that's it? <laughs> <laughs> I, I saw a villager once. They, I never saw him again. <laughs> they did validate that he is going to sing, so. I, I'm I'm yes. on Joe's side. I hope he sings Wellerman. 
Uh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> the thing is with Captain, we have to remember that uh, he was singing. He was he was singing in Animalese, so it wasn't yeah. like yes. you were hearing the song. <clears throat> and we were getting a subtitled version of what the Japanese song he was singing was. Right. Oh, yeah. So gotcha. a lot of singing about schoolgirls or singing about like how you know like what you're wearing or whatever was nowhere near as odd sounding. I think in Japanese text that it would have been in in English because in English it was weird. It was definitely weird. I loved his sea shanties though. Like, he cracked me the heck up. Like I, I have his his singing was a ringtone of mine for probably three years, and like it would just start going off of like dee, 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 dee. I was it was so great. All right, so let's get into like the new villagers then, because they're adding new villagers to this, right? Yes. Um, out of all of them, is there any of them that you want, like that you look at and you go, I need that one? This is a very visual <laughs> question. It is. It is, but I, like if like. Seeing the the chart of them, yeah. right? Do you remember one that stood out to Absolutely. you? Absolutely. Which one Without is it? Doubt. Cephalobot. The robot uh, octopus. If I don't get Cephalobot on my island, I I I will find a way to code arson <laughs> into the island. Because he'll survive arson. He's a robot. Exactly. <laughs> That's amazing. There, uh, there's a beautiful gazelle. Yes. that they're putting into the game. I don't know if it's a gazelle. It's like a deer-like thing. Uh-huh. And there's a mouse, and the mouse has one red glass and one blue glass, or one red ear and one blue ear, uh-huh. uh, but like like those 3D glasses, and he looks like a little scientist. That That is that is a lot, and I'm enjoying it. Yeah, I think that, that name uh, that person's name is Dewey, Okay, and I think the, uh, the deer is Shino, uh, and Shino looks beautiful. Shino <laughs> seems to be the most popular yeah. like character <laughs> coming out. She was in the commercial, in and people are claiming that she's the new Marshall. Uh, I agree, and, Marshall. Uh, no. or the new Raymond. Yeah, the yeah. New Raymond. Judging from Good. our friend group, that is correct. <laughs> <laughs> they, they've had their time long enough. They have. They no. have. Step no. aside. What if no. her personality is garbage? You right? get her, and she's like, you're like, mm, 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 mm. <laughs> I had that. They're like gorgeous, and then you get them, and you're like, no, nope, nope, nope. That, that's going to be my trophy villager. That's oh. just going to oh, be the. <laughs> ouch! You already have Audi and a bunch of other I do. trophy I villagers. Do. <laughs> um, I liked Marlo. Looks like a dapper hamster. <gasps> he has a little glasses. Yeah, uh, yeah. That that Marlo seemed to be barking up my alley. I, I wouldn't be sad if if, if Marlo showed up. I like it. What about you, Joe? I always want what I can't have. I just want the monkey, Nico. <gasps> He's so and I cute. can't have him. He's not a villager. You can have. Yeah, him. that's like having Isabella. In right? Your, like in I, your I town. saw him and I and I fell in love and then I fell in love with the manatee and I was like, <laughs> oh my god, I might I must have both of them. And I realize now it doesn't matter how much I pay for you, DLC. I'll never have them. Well, or you always have them. Right. Oh, that's right. A good I can point. always visit. They'll never them, leave. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So I think that I might be better off in this because then I saw all the villagers and I was like, robot octopus. He was dope looking. It. But. He was. I mean, that monkey was like half the size of all the other villagers. And he was like one third the size of the cute manatee. It was so cute. <laughs> which brings up a good point because that's from Paradise Planning, the new paid DLC, which I didn't know we were getting. I was so excited when they were like, uh, but that's not all. Uh, here's so much more stuff. Like it was, I was talking to a friend uh, afterwards and I was like, I literally can't talk about what I'm the most excited about because there's so many things here. It's going to come out on the 5th and I'm going to just like stare at my island and be like, what do I, what do I do? What do I do first? What do I, what do I? I feel like it's like the game pass of Animal Crossing. Yes. Yeah. Like we got all got game pass and we're like, whoa, there's so many. I don't even know which one to start there's with. Something and for I feel everybody. like this is the same thing. Like I, I had the same issue. I was uh, texting back and forth with the, with the group chat and with, with some friends and I literally think the first three minutes, my mind had already been fried. Like, I, like they gave me anything I could have wanted already in the first three minutes. I got Cap'n, I got Brewster, I got cooking. And and then ordinances, and I was like, in three minutes, I got everything that I have missed from the game pretty much entirely. And oh, then yeah. they showed stretching, and I was like, this is the most cute thing ever. <laughs> yeah. You can start your day stretching with your animal crossing people, and it's actually good for you? Oh, my God, it's so cute. <laughs> then they showed the gyroids, the robots. Right, yeah. I about the gyroids. That was the thing that I look forward, that I liked the most out of my last uh, playthrough of Animal Crossing. So yeah. seeing that the gyroids, the little dancing, singing robots are back and they have a whole redesigned look is exciting. I, I am over the moon to have those. That's where I got sold. I was like, cooking, all right, farming, all right. The gyroids are back. <laughs> my friends. <laughs> it's like I'm having a reunion. <laughs> They were so cute. You said the gyroids and also permanent red. So red, uh, the 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 character that brings you the the paintings that could be forgeries uh, or not. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that red was the reason why I stopped playing Animal Crossing because <laughs> I was having fun collecting things for the museum, 
and red would show up like once every four weeks maybe or three weeks in the beginning it was once every three weeks and by the by the middle point like they had changed it to where he came at least once every other week so every every 10 days essentially yeah is the idea that someone could come Mm -hmm. and then everything they have you can only buy one picture and then or one painting and then all those paintings could be forgeries it was like i did the math of how long it would take me to Forever. to fill out this museum and i was like oh i'm done and bye bye i made a whole little pathway for him i was so excited for red and then he did me dirty <laughs> so which is very red they're That's having an island do. they're taking harvey's island which was the photography dog or i think he's a I think he's a dog yeah i think so and um they're turning it into something that's kind of reminiscent of I don't know. Like a flea market? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which they have like a like a bunch of different kind of seasonal shops or traveling shops, whether it's the the hedgehog ladies designer um clothes or the skunks kicks. Kicks, yeah. Their yeah, yeah, kicks, their, yeah. their uh their shoes. And then Red also has a stand, which if I can have permanent red, which I hope from the trailer is what it looks like, that would that that's another reason to bring me back in. Yeah, it definitely reminded me of, I forget which one it was. It might have been the Wii one, where you go over north of the train tracks or the railroad, and then that's the town. Oh, yeah, and, yeah. and, and, and city folk. Yeah, and city yeah. folk. Yeah, yeah. So so that this reminds me of that, where it's just like, all right, cool, because Kix was already in it. So all these other people are already right. in it. Now it's just, well, now you can just see them every day if and you like, want to. And yeah. like yeah. every every night I could try to buy something off of Red. Exactly. And, and you know, if it's fake, then okay, you just move on. So yeah. I'm happy for that. I agree. I agree. I was happy to see Harriet again. I missed her. I, I didn't miss her that much because they gave you the choice to change your hair whenever you wanted to, which I thought was really, was a yeah. lot more wonderful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But Harriet, the poodle that used to cut your hair and you'd have to tell oh, her, she'd baba. ask you like 12 questions. And in those 12 yes. questions, you were answering what color, what length, what style. And if you didn't figure it out, you had to go to her, pay her 3,000 3, bells like every day. I think you can only do it two or three times anyway a day. Mm-hmm. And then you had to come back the next day to try to fix your haircut. And like, <laughs> I wore hats a lot. In that yeah. Game. yeah. <laughs> and uh, uh, Katrina, the fortune teller. Fortune teller. Oh, yeah. 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 She's spooky. Yeah, I like her. That's I like nice. her tent. You know, I was having this conversation with one of my colleagues at work and it is almost like they're giving you an entire new Animal Crossing. Like, they, they are legit giving you enough content that it could potentially would have been another Animal Crossing in, like, three years. But it's, like, two Animal Crossings because you're yeah. getting this and you're also getting Paradise Planning, which is, like, an enti- it feels like an entirely new game. I mean, it is an entirely new island, mm-hmm. and you can redesign almost all of it. I- islands. And, and, and we're noting that, that what is it, uh, Paradise? What is it? Paradise Planning. Paradise Planet is uh, a paid DLC, their yeah, first paid correct. DLC. So it won't, if you have the game, you would have to opt in to buy that. Mm-hmm. That's that right. Extra stuff. But, but this kind of is an, an entirely different game because this is basically Happy Home Academy, which yeah, they came out yeah. for on, mm-hmm. on the Wii. Yeah. Or the Wii U. Great. Such a smart idea. Yeah. So like th- this is just that game that they're adding on to this game on top of the updates on top of. Oh, man. I, I know this is kind of lame because like you can make anything in the, the paradise planning is like, hey, you can make a dream home for any villager. Like you're going to go to this place. They're going to give you a job. And then like the sky's the limit. But I'm really excited to make like the school and the hospital yeah. and like, some, the like the restaurant lame, yeah, infrastructure things so i was like i want to make a restaurant which is great because if you think about it when you were, i was playing the original game sometimes things would come to like nook's cranny and it would be like hey uh here's a maitre d station for a restaurant and i was like i don't i don't want to put a restaurant in my house and i, and I know I've, I've seen people do some really cool things by like taking walls and then making like an outdoor mm-hmm. restaurant but i was mm-hmm. like i don't really want to do that so i was like so i don't need that stuff or it was like an executive kitchen i was like that's not really the theme i'm going for in my kitchen so a lot of that's just been like trash for me <laughs> it's like <laughs> eh. but like if they gave me a reason to care about those other items that like aren't in my personal home i love that mm-hmm. and then also with this uh, speaking of items, they're also upping the limit that you can have uh, for stored items. So before the original one, I think it was what twelve hundred and fifty, or when 1, you started, or you yeah, when you started, like uh, when you like the the max before they put in that update. When you started, like, I think it was under a thousand. Yeah, it was like a yeah. thousand. And then now it's twelve. Then now it was twenty five hundred. Five hundred. Yeah. Yeah. Now they're doubling that again yeah. and making it five thousand because they're adding in so many new items. That makes me think that the the happy the parents I keep wanting to call it I keep wanting to call it Happy Home Academy yeah. but yeah. it's not the paid DLC that makes me think there are probably so many more items there mm-hmm. that you need to have an entire another yep. way to to handle it. Yep. Oh yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And you can only buy that stuff with Hassel's cryptocurrency. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the the Poke coins. Yeah. <laughs> 
And the, the half walls look really cool. So, like, I, I ran into this problem with my normal, like, uh, uh, house is, like, you have a really big room. And then I was like, I'm going to make this a bedroom. And then I put all the bedroom furniture in it. And then there's still, like, a lot of room left yeah. over. <laughs> so I, like, spread it out and stuff. But, like, I, I like the idea of having small spaces. And now in the, the, the paid DLC, you're going to be able to add, like, half walls and, like, partitions. And their example where they made, like, a, like a kid's room, a living room, and a kitchen all in that long room was, like... <gasps> so many new ideas. <laughs> I'm very excited. And and the stuff that you get to do in the new DLC like carries over into regular Animal Crossing. Yeah. Oh, oh. it's great. It's it's great. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> it's been funny cuz like since that was announced, um our living room has been very quiet because our roommate and Joe normally would be talking at nights. And it's just a whole lot of silence because they're both just playing their islands. Everyone's back <laughs> preparing into Animal Crossing, <laughs> yeah. except for me, Hassel, and Brian. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Joke's going to be on you. Day one, they're going to be like, hey, you got to do these three things. And then, uh, you know, you know, Joe, myself, and uh, the, the roommates are going to be like, ha Well, what if one of those things is kill a cockroach? Good luck with that. <laughs> I'm going to have all the cockroaches. you got to be coming to my town in order to kill the cockroaches. No. No. There is no universe where that happens. <laughs> <laughs> no, what's going to happen is going to be day one and we're all going to have all this energy and they're going to be like, here's the one thing you can do today. Come back tomorrow. And then we're all going to scream at the heavens. That was my worry. When when it started, uh, it immediately said out loud, this is the last of the free updates to Animal Crossing. I'm like, oh, we're going to hear about paid DLC soon. Cool. I'm fine with that. I, I wasn't even expecting to really see, hear how much it was or anything. I just mm-hmm. figured they'd show us. And we've got this on the horizon. But in, you know, I get my first three minutes. I'm, I'm freaking out. And then about, another four or five minutes happen and I'm like wow this is so much stuff there's no way they're unlocking all of this on November 5th right like there's there's too much stuff to do day one but then I just got to thinking about like island ordinances not really a big deal that's a menu item it's a it's a how the town wakes up and or goes to sleep uh, the stretching you can add that that's not exactly it's happened once they already a day. had those animations uh, yeah. right like all these things are in there the, in the new emotions that just goes with that all the you know and then I started thinking like well the only one they weren't very sure about when it was happening was the cooking and the farming that one was coming soon. They mentioned, they actually mentioned oh, no. something while that part was being said, as opposed to the rest of it where they're like, all available November 5th. And it's like, mm, oh. I'm feeling like Brewster's not open on November 5th. <laughs> I feel oh, like, like no. yeah. Captain's not showing up on November 5th. I feel like Harv's Island's not changing on November 5th. I, I feel like there's yeah. going to be a couple of days worth of so, this happens on this time. This happens at this time. But saying there's Har- going to be time for the three of us to fix up our, our Maybe. island. That's right. Also, like, the game already kind of doles things out slowly. So it may be day one, you know, hey, we heard Brewster's coming to town. Uh, day two is like, hey, to get Cap to come, you may have to do these, fl- handle right. these flyers. And then Harms Island, I would be very surprised if you didn't have to do something very specific for, for each, each one. and every yeah. one of those caravans. Yeah, yeah I agree. So it's going to be a while before it's like this beautiful paradise that we're imagining. That's what our island was to begin with. It took a little while yeah. to get our island up to this beautiful art paradise that it is. Yeah, but now we're millionaires and we want things now. <laughs> is that how the world works? <laughs> yes, it is. Definitely. Yeah, get, becoming a billionaire definitely changed how I feel about things. I just throw bells at everything now. Oh, it is hurts. That, is that crown only a million? <laughs> <laughs> I got like 10 of those. I don't get I give those to villagers yeah. to be nice. Oh, every single villager is wearing a crown. <laughs> <gasps> I think I need to do that before November 5th. Right? <laughs> oh, no. I should give it to them on November 5th so that everybody in my town is wearing Aww. a crown that day. Because they're all little kings and queens. <laughs> Imagine how big that crown would be on the monkey. Uh, or Marshall. Aww. Or Marshall. Oh. So cute. All the hats get tiny on them, though. They which do. Which is a bummer. I wish they, like, fell off the side. Maybe. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would be amazing. All right. Well, I think that will bring us to the end of this week's episode. <gasps> oh. <laughs> <laughs> but you can always find us online. To continue the conversation, you can always follow us online. Check us out on Twitter for indie game updates, on Instagram for updates and silly images, on Discord for daily discussions, and on Twitch for live gaming and just chatting throughout the week. We are at Taste of Dragons everywhere, and we'd love to hear from you. That's right. And if you didn't catch us last week on Still Loading's 200th episode, 
we're gonna let you know again. We're on still loading's two hundredth episode, Woo! guys. Yep. Uh, I mean, we weren't able to make it, but some sure. random video game characters that may sound a lot like us, but with poor impersonations of themselves, <laughs> attended in our place. That's right. <laughs> and the poor impersonations went both ways. <laughs> Every single video game character had a cold that day. Just letting you know, they, they sound yeah, a little weird. <laughs> some video game characters weren't in tune or weren't you know practice very well beforehand <laughs> you know what in the podcast it doesn't really say like it's us so mm-hmm. you could listen to the podcast and try to guess which uh video game characters we are oh yeah, hey, look at that. that right do it do it do it do little, it and then put challenge. it in the discord yeah it is i like that i like that challenge there troy well as always my name is brian my name is troy amanda i'm Hassel. And I'm Joe. And we are The The Taste Taste of Dragons. Have a great week, everyone. Guys, (laughs) villagers. Taste of Dragons Gaming Podcast, a podcast for everyone's taste.